On the inaugural episode of The Pool, I drunkenly slur my way through a conversation about shaving my balls, all while Danny discusses his moment in experiencing God, and his name is Kanye West. All while talking about the Blair Witch, Night Of, and Narcos. John, we did it, man. We did it. First inaugural episode. Run it! I mean, I, I did fucking go see Yeezy last night. <laughs> fucking, um, bro. So, when I tell you fucking Yeezy, it's crazy as fuck. <clears throat> I believe some of the words you used included ratchet. <laughs> it was... It was pretty, pretty fucking crazy. Uh, so, dude. Oh no! Oh no! What's up? Buddy? So, dude, literally went off on a tangent for like ten minutes on Kid Cudi. Uh, well, it wasn't necessarily ten minutes. It was more like one. Um, felt like ten for me because uh, you know there was a bottle of Sailor Jerry involved. But so I guess they they were feuding on Twitter about some shit. Kid Cudi was poking the bear a little bit. So uh, Kid Cudi, I believe, said that Kanye doesn't write his own music. Right. And Drake. And Drake. And Drake. Well, we right. all know Drake's writing his own music. <laughs> right. So, uh, like, uh, he's in the middle of a song and he basically just says, you know, stop the track, stop the track. And immediately he starts fucking going off, dog. Like, he's like, man, fuck Kid Cudi. I got one thing to say. Kid <laughs> Cudi. I birthed him. Like, just going off, dude. It was fucking insane. But, uh, so we had fucking floor tickets and, like, just the hypest show I've ever been to, bro. Like the I, I did, I did not stop jumping the entire fucking time. It was, it was pretty fucking insane, dude. Uh, didn't you? You text me about a six-year-old being a Kanye West. Show. <laughs> Yo, straight up, this lady had her fucking like. Well, the kid was small enough to carry in your arms, all right? Like, it was like, they were no. like a, a five-year-old, maybe, four or five-year-old. And then she also had, like, what looked to be, like, her eight-year-old there. So, like, old enough to clearly understand what was going on. It was like, she had she had North and she had Saint with her or whatever. What's the other kid's name? So, Kona, stop, man. Now's not the time, bro. So, he's like... He, she's got the one kid in her arms and holding the other kid, like, walking up the stairs, and everybody's just looking at this bitch like, yo, what the fuck? It was, uh, it was pretty fucking crazy, dude. Dude, um, what's, what's been going on in your world last week, bro? Um, well, I, I mentioned to you that I got a body groomer. Okay, <laughs> alright. Um, which, uh, Norelco, if you're listening... Um, I've got a glowing recommendation <laughs> for you, for for all you gentlemen out there, uh, when the time is ripe and uh, things start getting hot and heavy, you don't want to be looking like uh, 1970s, uh, let's, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Your ladies are looking for you to be a little bit more smooth, uh, smooth talking and and you know what I mean. So I, anyway, I, I was feeling a little bit hairy. So I was like, let me do, do they make a thing called a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. They don't, they're not called a ball shaver, but let's be honest, <laughs> that's what they should call it. Um, Yo, what if they did brand this shit like that? You know, you would make a lot of money. <laughs> you would they, sell it. That's because how they need dudes, to market this shit. You like know it. what you're looking for at that point. You're like Amazon, which is what I did, ball shaver. Like, you know, what if Norelco came out with like a, like a fucking a uh, Norelco trim, you know, like ball ball sculptor three thousand, the official sculptor of all things Brazzers. Like, fucking, you know what I mean? Ooh. Like, fuck it, take my money, dude. <laughs> like, just I'll PayPal that right now. <laughs> like, uh, uh, buy it for you. Hold on. Fuck it. I don't remember. I had a tagline when you said it and I forgot. <laughs> Buy it for you, do it for her. I don't know. But anyway, um, needless to say, I haven't felt this fresh in a long time. <laughs> Revitalized, like, huh? Since before puberty, my yeah. body hasn't felt this aired out okay. and fresh. Um, so hopefully my mom is listening to this because. Shout out to mom. <laughs> shout out to mom. Uh, 
I'm a grown up now. Um, that's like the newest thing in my life. The sad part about it is though, it's like I'm like, sweet, got a body groomer. Let's check this out. So I'm shaving everything, trimming my chest hair. I look like Zac Efron because that boy keeps it real, keeps a little bit of chest hair. But like his his girl count is probably through the roof. Mine mine looks like. Like the end of a Scrubs episode when the person that they've been taking care of the whole time finally dies. That's what my female count is like. I, uh, Not that you young kids should be counting how many females you're getting with. That's sexist and fucked up. That's not what I mean. I'm just saying that it's basically for no reason at this point. But it's refreshing. So hey, buy your husband. More power to you. Hey, dude, I Ball's feel good about it. 3,000. I feel good about it. Um, Solid purchase, bro. Hey. Hey, uh, but you didn't need any hair on your balls to see the new Blair Witch movie because, uh, spoiler, uh, I thought it was like, let's call it a 5 out of 10 because it wasn't the worst horror movie in the world. Uh, if your opinion's right. better, that's totally fine. I saw your like toes right. curling so in we, your shoes and stuff. So it was we, cute. But. So we just got done watching the new Blair Witch, right? Like a 45 and, minutes ago. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't. I mean, it was it was barely good. But there were some I, there were some things about it that I liked um, that we mentioned. And we'll kind of so okay. So let's break down. Uh, well, let's break down plot. So basically. This is more of a direct sequel than the like 1999 version, or yeah. no, 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 that's 99 sound right? I don't know, like 2001. I have a computer. I have a, a computer. We have internet. We thing. have smartphones. While you look that up, I'll break down the plot for him. Right. Anyway, um, basically, the brother of Heather, the lead character in the first movie, um, that was so that was really like the first sign of viral marketing. Um, where we all thought for a while that this Blair Witch Project thing was real, um, and it turned out it was fake. Um, but this is her brother decides that 20 years after she goes missing, and he's uh, he's now a paramedic. He's got a friend in college that's doing a, a project for school, and she's doing it on him. They decide that they're going to go to Burkittsville, Maryland, formerly known as Blair, um, because he saw on YouTube some footage that somebody else found of who he believed to be his sister uh, in the Rustin Parr cabin. Uh, For those of you that aren't familiar with the myth of Blair Witch, I am a little bit because I played some video games that sort of gave me some backstory back in the early 2000s. Rustin Parr was a guy that would uh, kidnap children and do bad things to them because he believed the Blair Witch was telling him to. Um, And to save himself, he would like stand in a corner uh, because as long as you didn't like make eye contact with the witch, she wouldn't kill you. Um, which is what you kind of see at the end of the first Blair Witch Project. <laughs> and um, this one. Yeah, and this one. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, and, and, that, and so then that segues into sort of where we're going. is like this one I feel like really just tried to take beats from the first movie um, and yeah. redo it for a generation of kids that now uh, – how – when did that so movie the, come so out? Like 2000? So the first one was 99. Okay. And Book of Shadows was 2000. Yeah, so we're almost 20 years out now from the first Blair Witch movie itself. Years. So then 1994 was 22 years ago? Uh, you asked me to do math. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah, 22 years ago. But this movie <laughs> takes place in 2014. Right. Somebody found this footage just now and... Here's my question for you, bro. Here's my question for you. We're going to just get into it now. We're going to do the damn thing. Based on where the movie ended, and you could say it about the first movie too, how in the hell did anyone find this footage? Like, number one, you can't find the house unless it's night, which they kind of point out in the movie early on, that none of this stuff happens unless it's nighttime. Right. Um... Which was kind of a nice touch, and I'll, I'll hopefully we'll come back to that, but I'm drinking, so I might not remember. Um, but, and he's hungover, so he might not remember. True. But, um, but given that in those supernatural circumstances, how is anybody accidentally stumbling upon this footage? Right. Right. That's kind of weird to me, because consider all of the shit that those people had to go through. Kona! 
Kona's like an eighty-pound white wolf. wolf. <laughs> um, we got we keep I keep wolves in my house. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. Breed them. Um, and, uh, we got a giant wolf farm. Yes. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, how do they find the footage? Yeah, so how yeah. do they find the footage? That's weird to me, dude, because, like, considering the trouble that people went to to get the footage and ultimately fucking, I assume they all died, which, you know, they don't even actually tell you that. Right. Uh, they don't tell you that in the first one. Um, how does somebody else just go, oh, found this DV <laughs> oh, or this memory look card? Here. Yeah, let's see what's on here. Let's throw it on YouTube. Right. Um, that's weird to me. Um, right. I need to I need to know what phones they use in that movie because like <laughs> those things last a long time. Right. And she was getting mad good signal even while she was out there, right? Oh no, that was her alarm. That was, that was her goal. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, initially, I thought she was getting a phone call, and I was like, <laughs> "Is this bitch? What? You got cell signal the yeah. whole time? Why she did you just call nine one one? Yeah, right? these other people are like <laughs> interdimensional traveling, and so that was." And, and that goes to some of the like, like Danny was saying, we liked certain. There was there was there were moments some, and things that were cool, like so, so kind of like through, time. So travel. like, what what did you like about the movie? Uh, what did I like? Okay, um, spoilers if we haven't said that, and I'm sure I have. Um, Put it. But the the from the get go things that I liked, um, the acting wasn't awful. I I kind of expected there to be some real bad acting. It wasn't awful, like I said, and and take that to heart when I say it wasn't awful. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that everybody in the cast was like blowing me away. I wasn't like so right from the get go on the dude, like the so the main dude, the brother. Yeah, fucking like I've seen him in something else. Intro, like the first time you're introduced to him, and he's like at the computer because he just saw the footage yeah. on fucking YouTube because they're gonna let something like this go on YouTube. <laughs> um, I, like he, he seemed very kind of like scripted, like almost like reading off a cue card to me. Yeah. Um, but he he got better. Uh, but that's the thing about these these types of like movies that are shot like this, the fucking like you know handy cam type movies is. The acting doesn't have to be phenomenal because half the time you're looking at fucking shaking ground or yeah. fucking, you know, static or whatever. Which you get a lot of in this movie. Like, there was definitely a lot of, you know, fucking running and random noises and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the acting, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, uh, I thought... That's where I'd seen him. He's, where, he from? he's fucking Jimmy in The Walking Dead. Uh... He is, and he's in Shameless. He That's right. He is from the Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, um, what did you think about, like, the the overall, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to go there quite. Well, yet, we let's let's keep going with what we did like because so like like I said, the acting wasn't terrible, and I think that the acting in a movie like that could be something so bad that you're just like. Fuck, this movie is going to be hard to watch. The movie wasn't hard to watch in that sense. It was just like there were moments, especially towards the beginning. And it, and I feel like you run this risk with a lot of movies where the cast probably didn't know each other. They probably shot it in sequential order. And so there wasn't a lot of chemistry. Um, you know, the, the weird... Uh, Freaking Confederate flag kid Lane. <laughs> Lane. So the dude that posts this video that uh, the main character thinks he sees his sister in, which is the catalyst for the whole thing, um, they go to his house to meet him. He decides he wants to go with them with his girlfriend, whatever. And he's got a Confederate flag in there. And there's a funny moment where their black friend sees the Confederate flag and they, they make a joke out of it. And it was oh, funny, that. especially for us people who live in the South. It was like, ah, they drew attention it's to like, it. Yeah. Because like as soon that. as you see the Confederate flag, you're like, oh, dude, I, that's dude, awkward. I fucking, I honestly, I like his character a lot. Like mm-hmm. the lame character, just because he was... <laughs> the fucking realist something like, devil worshiper 666 right. or some bullshit yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was his online handle <laughs> and then the, the scene where they where they cut to him in his car driving the worst to the metal music of all time <laughs> like, just terrible <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it was just the yeah. worst vocal but I, I I liked his character yeah his character his, wasn't awful no um and they and used liked, him great throughout. I liked yeah. how he fucking um, how he ended too. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's involved honest, in some like, of the better scenes. Right. Um, they they do some throwbacks. They show the Blair Witch symbol, obviously. 
Um, the movie doesn't really pick up till like their quote unquote second day in. Some weird stuff starts happening. Um, I like where the girl uh, Ashley, one of the girls, um, she gets this cut and uh, it's infected. But there's also something living inside of her. It seems that wasn't Ashley, right? Um, yeah, that was Ashley. Yeah. I thought Ashley was the, the, the... No, that was like Chelsea or something like that. The chick that got, like, at the very end that actually lasted the longest. Let's, no? let's go through the names right Anyways, here. I mean, it doesn't Lisa. Really matter. Lisa. Was that girl's name? Yeah. White oh, girl okay. was Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Ashley gets this cut, and it's like there's something living inside of her. Cool touch. And for, I think, Danny agreed. Um, it kind of seemed like she was going to turn into something. Yeah, I wanted more of that. Like, yeah. I wanted to see some yeah. more of that fucking weird shit. Body like, horror, to me, is always kind of, like, creepy. It make, yeah, it makes you cringe. Yeah. Like, I was in the seat, just like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, she's, so something is, it's like, later on, she's run off by herself. There's some shit in her leg that's trying to make its way out, and there's pus coming out of her leg. Right. So I'm like, some good body horror, and they only touch on it once or twice, and then you don't see it, and it's like, all right. Um, and then... You, you for the first time in the whole series, um, get a visual on the on the witch, um, and for those of you that uh, don't know us, we're big comic book fans, and there's a series by Scott Snyder illustrated by Jock um, called Witches, and this witch, the witch, the Blair Witch, looked like they ripped her straight out of like a Jock animation. She's like twelve feet tall, naked. Super skinny, yeah. um, just scariest, scariest fuck. When you first saw her uh, in the like background, you were like, "Oh, what the fuck like, is that?" And again, yeah, and again, that I wanted so much more of that. Mm-hmm. Like there was not enough of that in the movie. I, I thought at all um, because that was that to me was the scariest part. Was yeah, when she would like you know just show up and you're like, "What, you know, what the fuck is this fucking thing?" Yeah, like, um, but I, I mean. My my biggest fucking problem, and I'll and I'm, I'm let me go on the record and say that I'm not a big horror movie guy. Like I, they're not my favorite movies, okay. uh, for a couple reasons. One, You're I hate. I'm a I'm a baby bag bitch. No, uh, no. For one, I I don't like. I don't enjoy joy like sitting down and after watching a movie feeling like. Not happy, you know. What I mean? uh, not 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 that every movie needs to make me happy, but at yeah, the same yeah, time, yeah. I don't like at, you know watching a movie and like just being like, "Well, that fucking blows." Yeah, my roommate, you, you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah. Eh. Um, but secondly, the the biggest thing that I have, the biggest problem I have with horror movies is there's always some motherfucker in the fucking movie that does some shit that makes me angry. Like, clearly, Climb you're making... You're, clearly, you're making a fucking mistake here. Like, jeez. So, here's a part. So, they do this movie where they do, like, every form of found footage you can do. We got these cool earpiece cameras right? that are kind of tight. Like, I want to see if that's a thing. Because, if so, the quality of those cameras was legit. Um, but then they also use a... Yeah, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing the name of the company, but it's like Gigi or something like that. Um, drone. It's one of the best drones out there. Phantom model, I know, because I've researched it. And they use this thing, and it goes missing for like a day and a half on a battery that legit <laughs> that only lasts 25 <laughs> minutes. Um, but it goes missing for a day and a half. It's permanently night now, which is kind of a nice twist as well, right. that for some reason they get lost in this like permanent night. Um, yeah. And that Ashley girl that had the body horror stuff, after this, after she, she pulls like a weird thing out of her leg. Yeah, you can't tell like, what it is. She's got like two wounds on the yeah. same leg. This bitch yeah. decides she goes to climb, climb a tree. A tree. Yeah. She climbs like a 45 <laughs> foot pine, tr- pine so tree. Shit like, and there was a few moments like that where the, like, the fucking characters would do some shit to fucking piss me off, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, for, uh, you know, another huge one for fucking me was the chick that lasted to the end, Lisa, yeah. right? Um, she's crawling first. She gets thrown in the fucking hole by the by the lane. Lane, lane. Right? He shows back up. He's got beard. He's been out there for like right. a month. It looks like <laughs> she gets thrown in the hole by by lane, and then she decides she's gonna, you know, kind of like bury her way a little bit further. Yeah, well, further she finds like a this. rabbit hole, type right? Thing. And so yeah. she's gonna kind of like you know explore this fucking rabbit hole, and she keeps dropping the fucking light. Bro. Yeah, and the whole time I'm like. 
this dumb. Well, the second time I had to, I had to say logically, I had to be like, all right, she she did this twice. (laughs) She legit has to be throwing it ahead of her. Like, there's no reason for her to be dropping it. But then she's like stuck, right? And and I'm like, all right, why the fuck would you continue to go if you're stuck in this hole? Anyway, she ends up making it out, right? She makes it out, and all of a sudden, she's she makes it out because she has a knife on her the whole fucking time. Yeah. Where was the knife when you were scared for your fucking life running through the forest? Like, yeah. You never once pulled it out to, like, you know, yeah. protect yourself. And not and just then, a knife that they know, could gut a pig, though. You're, he locked you behind it, like... An abandoned house, like with rotten wood. Like, yeah. The door was made out of rotten wood. You could have just easily used that knife to fucking, yeah. like plow your way out. But I mean, just little shit like that, dude. I was like, Ugh. so that's that's my main you know gripe about horror movies is there's always some shit that like you know pisses me off. About, yeah. About a character, but I mean, overall, I I didn't I didn't love this movie. I didn't necessarily hate it but I'm not gonna see it again yeah I mean, it's not it's yeah. not that for me I like the sound though I will say the, sa- the, the sound, sound played a, a very big part yeah. in this movie yeah uh, they kept and I guess she kinda was but they kept doing that thing where it almost was like there's a fucking giant in the woods uh, right. cause you'd hear like boom fucking like yeah fucking boom like ground big, shaking yeah, earthquake yeah, type yeah. shit when you see the witch she's like 12 feet tall hunched over um so I don't know if like she's making that noise. Um, I'm sure that's the the inspiration or whatever. But, right. Um, but yeah. So for me, five out of ten. Um, I don't know that I buy it again. It's kind of. I will say all right. So a year and a couple months ago, we tried to do this show and things didn't get didn't go right, and we did an episode on Age of Ultron. Terrible um, fucking movie. And like in <laughs> retrospect, like. I don't hate Age of Ultron, but as far as Marvel movies go, it's pretty weak. It's like um, second or third to last. Yeah. And this was kind of there with Age of Ultron where, like, in the moment I'm having a lot of fun, but I look back at it and it's like, man, there were a lot of things <laughs> lot that of you could have done better. A lot of things that could have yeah. done a lot better. You had some great moments. I, for one, like the Hawkeye stuff in that movie. A lot of people don't. Um, but, yeah, so it's like an Age of Ultron. So if you're... If you like to celebrate like mediocrity, then definitely you can right. go see the Blair Witch, uh, just the Blair Witch, Blair Witch. So the whole movie, right? Which you mentioned that you liked um, the idea that now they're stuck in nighttime, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Yeah. See what I did there? Hey, 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 huh? hey, hey! Huh? It's like so it was the night of the it attack was the of the night Blair Witch. Of the Blair Witch. Oh, um, segue. Night of, dude. Let's talk about it. So we ain't, we haven't really had a chance to sit down and talk um, about it since you. So we yeah we are a little movie. far out from the night of, but the thing is, is I think a lot of people slept on the night of. Right. Um, yeah. I would say I'm included, but the weird part for me, and I don't know that I explain this, is I watched the first episode of the night of like a month before it aired because they did like a promo like, hey, right. we're gonna put this out here so that you'll watch it when it comes on. Okay. Then I watched the second episode like the morning after it aired. And then I just happened to not watch it because something else was on TV. Like like, for like me, Game of Thrones, I had to catch up yeah. on or some shit like that. For me, I I knew I could just I, sometimes you see an advertisement for like you know a TV show, movie, whatever, a book, yeah. whatever, and immediately you think, oh, that shit is gonna click with me. Like yeah. I know I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. And for me, the marketing of the night up, and even things that I had heard from people and read. I knew it was going to be phenomenal, so I slept on it on purpose. Like I, I wanted, I wanted to have a lot of content so I could just binge yeah. watch it. And I, I finished that show in like less. Than what two was days. it? Eight episodes? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. like um, yeah, like True I, Detective. I watched it in like two days, man, because I, yeah. yeah, it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, once I once I watched that third episode, this is just a few days ago. Once I watched the third episode, then it was like, all right, gotta keep going. Right. Um, right. It, it, the first well, couple are a little. Did slow. you and watch the, whole the show Wire? Is a slow burn, but. I've only seen parts. I've never so actually that, watched it. So I, I kind of had this idea in my head that you would like this show um, after I watched the first episode because you're such a big fan of The Walking Dead TV show, as am I. But um, The Walking Dead has done this thing, and I don't know if there's friends somewhere, where they've pulled so many cast members from The Wire where I almost want you to like watch The Wire now so you can be right. like, holy shit, The Walking <laughs> Dead is just okay. a spinoff of The Wire. Yeah. Um, 
But this, I believe, was the producer of the the executive producer and creator of The Wire. Um, brought the night of, which was a British series, right. um, over to America, um, and adapted it. And what a great fucking job! And and it's interesting. You texted me that one day about um, you saw James Gandolfini was like a producer on yeah, it. Yeah, And I and I for and those I of you that like, don't know, this dude pulled a Tupac. Yeah, and fucking Danny thought that James like, Gandolfini was like <laughs> low key still alive. Um, but for those of you that don't know, James actually, I believe, started filming um, or completed filming for the first episode. Um, and then, unfortunately, as we all know, he ended up passing. Rest in peace, uh, Tony Soprano. He's a, he's a fucking legend. Um, Hands down, one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um, the James, but uh, James did this whole first episode. Which makes me want to know what his take on it was as the lawyer of Nasir. Yeah, like, um, after watching it, I, dude, I fucking want to see. Imagine I the, want to see so, him playing yeah. that role. Like, so okay, so just to see his take on it, like to break down the plot again, because we we want we don't want people to come into this blind. Um, this 24 year old um, Pakistani kid um, wants to go out and party. A very unbecoming person, or not unbecoming, just very unassuming is the word I wanted. Um, wants to go out and party with his with his friends. Um, so he doesn't have a car. So what's he do? He steals his dad's cab. Not, not really, right. And that's the thing they keep saying steal. He didn't steal. Like he every just, kid is right. like, should I just take my parents' car? Right. right and so he just right. fucking takes his dad's cab. There's um, so much racism in this show. There's yeah. So many like stereotypes. Yeah. But it's real like, though. It's it like is. they're they're pointing it. it they're so like showing it to you and saying, yo, this is what's happening. There's so much comment. Um, but he takes his dad's cab. Um. And goes and he ends up meeting this girl on accident because she gets into his cab and he's like, I'm not the cab driver. Right. And she's like, please. what? And they end up connecting. Um, he goes back to her place. He has some sex with her on while they're tripping on some drugs. They, um, they like To the point yeah. where he gets super fucked Yeah, they're, they're on out, ecstasy like, and all this other shit. They black right. out. Um, he wakes up, goes to get like a drink or something from the fridge, goes back upstairs, turns the light on for a second. Turns it off. Something was wrong. <laughs> turns it back on. She's dead in the bed. Twenty-two stab wounds. Yeah. Um, Boom. And so the first episode. Right? He did. Yeah. And he dips out. He he doesn't know what to do. He fucking dips out. Um, gets down the street. Right. Um, realizes that it looks bad on him. He fucking goes back. Can't get back in because her door's locked. So he has to break in. Goes in. Picks up a knife that he had during their drug-induced like hangout. Stabbed her in the hand because they're playing a game. Right. How do we relate that game to people? There's a name for it, but I don't think we call it that in real life. <laughs> it's Basically, it's that fucking... game where you try not to hit your fingers right. with a knife. You just go in between them. It's the he stabs game, her in the hand. It's the game accident. that your you know dumbass yeah like, no one friend it, wants to fucking yeah, play, but no but fun. everyone has common sense <laughs> enough to not do it except right. for this girl. Um, so he stabbed her in the hand. So her blood's on this knife. So like. I'm not gonna lie, though. I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, "Her blood's on that knife. I need to take it." I probably would have called 911, which he should have done. Right. But like, I get it. He's a he's a minority, so he's like, "I get the hell out of here." Grabs the knife, puts it in his coat, gets in his dad's cab, drives off. Ends up taking an illegal turn right. and gets the pulled smallest, over by the cops. Which is so real because I think, like, you know, if you're in a panic or some shit like that, you would. Do the smallest, dumbest fucking yeah. thing, like such as I mean, he went through all this fucking trouble to go back and get yeah. the knife because he was so concerned, and then he makes a left hand turn. Yeah, and gets <laughs> like, and, it's like, and like this is not your yeah. night. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have a record. He would have legitimately never ever have been caught. Right. They don't have his fingerprints. He would have never been caught. Um, but the cops that pull him over for that ticket, they were nice to him. They were like, "Yo, we're not going to take you to the station, but you have to ride with us." In our car, there's some football on. We're getting a little distracted. Uh, oh, Bill scored. Um, but they're like, you have to ride with us in our car. We're not going to take you to the station, but it will give you time to sober up. He gets with them in their car. They get a call to like a break-in. Right. They get there, and it's the fucking house dude. where the girl and he were Immediately, at. Immediately, I started sweating. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, dude. When is when are they gonna fucking find out, right? Like, cause so now real. he's locked in the back of a cop car. Oh he my can't, god! It was so he awkward. Physically, doesn't have a yeah. way to get out. It was thirty of it. minutes and of like, me being like, "Oh!" The whole, 
the second half of this episode, his dodges, his dodges ripped ass. <laughs> so, so the second half of the episode, I'm just sitting there like, oh fuck, how are they gonna catch? Oh man, when's it gonna happen, right? And then, fucking spoilers, right? When they fucking when they finally get him back to the the precinct, yeah, right? and they're finally like, look. Let this guy go. We got bigger fish to fry with this yeah. fucking murder, right? Yeah. We got to worry about this shit. And they're patting him down so that they can send his ass packing. Mm-hmm. And they fucking pull out that knife out of his yep. pocket, dude. And I literally, I stood up just like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think at that point, maybe I forgot that he had the knife altogether. I, I kind of did, dude. I kind of did because they, they concentrated so much on, like, just the overall... Like the buildup, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And so during that buildup, I fucking I totally forgot. And and when they pulled it out, dude, I was immediately like, "Fucking, I can't start yeah. episode two quick enough, dude." Like, well, then he I, does that fucking. He freaks out. Yeah, yeah. Because he's so scared. He's never been in that situation. He starts to run. Yeah. And they fucking so he, bust his ass. He just did all these things that made him look so fucking guilty. Yeah. And then, like but they were real said, reactions. And yeah, and then to go back to the. I would say one of the the biggest you know themes throughout this entire show is judging a book by its cover because here's this fucking Pakistani kid right yeah. <clears throat> living in New York City who yeah who's a Muslim who's a Muslim and obviously if there's one city in America that's gonna automatically judge immediately yeah. it's, it's New Yorkers right mm-hmm. like I get, like my family's James from Italian. New York I, I understand how it works and you know. Especially with the whole nine eleven shit, like I don't want to get political with it, but yeah. I, obviously immediately they're like there was a very post nine eleven feel to it, despite right. the fact that we're fifteen years out. Right, but there was that very post nine eleven like yeah vibe, and so like immediately he's doing all these things that make him look guilty, and just the color of his skin as well is not helping his case at all. Now, dude, his fucking. I would say his character's transformation, though, from start to finish, is one of the fucking most epic that I've ever seen, right? Yeah. He woes from one fucking side of the spectrum to another. Because by the time the show ends and he's out of jail, spoilers, right? Yep. Uh, He, I like how that's after the fact. Uh, He fucking, he's got neck tats, his fucking head is shaved, he's smoking crack, right? Like, it's just... Which, what a ride, dude. Yeah. And here's this kid that, you know, for the most part, he made straight A's, right? Yeah, yeah he was student, a good student. Um, smart kid. That's why it was post, that's why it had that, like, close post 9 11 vibe. Because um, as the plot goes on throughout this series and he's gone to, is he in county jail? What the hell jail was he in? Because that was some, like, grimy ass shit. It looked like a state penitentiary. It, yeah, it didn't seem like, well, they said it was Guantanamo, no? Or what? Not Guantanamo. Not Guantanamo. That's Cuba. Whoa. I'm sorry. Rikers. 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 Okay. But Rikers ain't like that. I would think because Rikers is a federal prison, right? So you wouldn't have group settings like that. Huh? I'm not sure. I mean, you know, there's my cousin actually works at Rikers. I mean, okay. Hit him up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do a special episode with your cousin, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, But no, yeah, it was weird. There was a like way too much group setting going on. Yeah. uh, For somebody that's in jail for murder, you Um, know what I mean? But. Do, during the case, they sort of allude and find out that he has lied about uh, Conan. Bro, that bone. All right, cool. Put it on the carpet and play around with it. What's <laughs> up, boy? Uh, Solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right there. That's what I wanted. There you so go. Dur- during um, the case. During the case, um, they find out that he lied about some things that happened in the past that like he tried to paint himself as like a perfect child. It ends up that right after 9/11, he was there was a lot of pressure at school right. on him and he did things like he pushed a kid down a staircase um, and then another one he's he like threw something at some dude's face and it fucking nailed him in the face. Right, right. Um, and it was all as a result of the heavy amount of racism that he was experiencing after that stuff. Out. Yeah. Um, and it was just uh, not the right response, obviously, but it, it was just the response that he had, and understandably so. It's like, realistic. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like, I, I'm I'm not, you know, Pakistani, obviously, but yeah. I mean, I would imagine that, you know, somebody's, you know, talk, talking shit about you or giving you shit all day, every day, yeah. because of something that you can't help. Like, yeah. 
you're gonna you're gonna you know push back. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, literally, it was yeah, down the stairs. Pushed, pushed his ass down the stairs. <laughs> like, yo, I'd have done the same fucking yeah. thing, and then I probably would have jumped. I'd have pushed him down and laughed. And yeah, 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 yeah. I'd have been. That's what you get, dog. So I mean, it was. The, you're right in saying that. Like, so I think what I liked about the show so much was it seems so realistic in the sense that this could happen to, you know, I don't want to say anyone, yeah, but yeah, yeah. because obviously not it's everyone's not Pakistani, yeah, but this sequence of events, you're just like, fuck, dude, like, this fucking blows. This is the yeah. worst night of his life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I could totally see this shit happening. Like, yeah, just, dude. My dude's just having a rough go yeah. of it, bro. Like. We're that we're that movie we're that movie right now where like we're like, how many times can we say the title of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> but uh which they don't do in this show. Thank God. They're not like the night dude, of But let um I, I wanna I don't mean to cut you off, but I wanna fucking I wanna talk about, you know, in some detail, his his fucking lawyer, bro. Oh yeah, so I, I yeah I meant to get to that. So like, what would so you end up with John Totoro as his lawyer, who's one of the best character actors of like all time. Like, oh brother, or art thou Big Lebowski? He created the Jesus character, was not written into the script. Who's getting his own movie now? Right. It's his own character, so he's allowed to use it. Right. Um, uh, you know, and he's done a lot of smaller movies. Just a great actor, and he kills this part. Imagine James Gandolfini having played that part because John Turturro kind of plays he's he plays the type of badass that at times I think I am where he's skinny, he's not going to beat up a bigger dude, right, you're but he's boy. got yeah, but he's got this attitude that's just like, yo, like I know what I'm capable of. I know you could probably kick my ass, he stays but in his lane. I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Uh, he kind of stays in his lane. There's times where he does things where you're like, oh, dog, you getting kind of close. For, well, that I think that's kind of like the – that's kind of the transformation for his character in general. Because yeah. Like when, like when you see him, when you're introduced to him, that's all he's ever done. Like yeah. he's a joke of a lawyer. He's looked down upon because yeah. I mean, he's got like – Terrible fucking like uh, what is it, eczema? Yeah, which one? I, I will talk about that. Like, he's just like a joke of a lawyer, yeah. and he stays in his lane. All he does, he's an ambulance chaser. He's a plea lawyer. He's he a, mentions that yeah, he tries he, to get you to get exactly. a plea bargain. He's a, he's an ambulance chaser. He goes after these guys that are clearly guilty. He yeah. gets them to plea out, and he gets like two hundred fifty bucks or whatever. Yeah. It is. and so fucking like immediately after you're introduced to him, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna help this kid that's fucking like that's gonna you know that's on trial for fucking murder yeah like totally out of his element totally out of his fucking comfort zone yeah but dude he murders it yeah not no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) John Turturro murders nobody in this show Um, but um, Ashley's making a cameo right now Danny's fiance over here Uh, mad ice pouring happening Um, but if if uh, James Gandolfini had been alive to do the whole series, like you would have had this like six four tough guy Italian, completely different, person. and it would have been a totally different thing. It would have changed the whole like, dynamic. I'm trying to imagine because I'm sure they still did it because it was in the original series, which is why I kept it. The eczema thing to see a tough guy Italian with right. the eczema, he's right. probably like, I got his fucking skin thing, it's fucking pissing me off. <laughs> the doctor said you put some fucking cream on it. Yeah. Hey, look, by the big, it yeah. is no way. He Don't worry sooner, about it. And he would like, like sooner can, cut his feet off. I mean, that like, scene that scene where like he's on the train, right? Because that, that, he does that quite a bit. Often yeah, 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 yeah. And he's fucking like reading the paper, right? And he's got his foot up and he uses his, he uses his chopsticks to scratch at his yeah. feet. And he's like scratching his feet, and you just see the like the chick sitting next to him, just eyeballing him, like this dirty motherfucker. Right? <laughs> but like, I could totally see James Gandolfini just be like, "Hey, forget about it. Don't fucking worry about she's it." She's looking at him. Mind your business, yeah. all right? He calls the right. He calls the right guy, and she's dead. She's sleeping with the fishes yeah. the next day. Like and she's and he's bleeding him out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, and then it turns out James Gandolfini killed the girl. I'm pretty sure we just, re- we just rewrote this show. Yeah, right? we're gonna do the second season. <laughs> Uh, HBO, you know where to help, you know where to find me. Um, but John Turturro does kill it, uh, and, and so then let's get to that Aikman thing. What a great like, and honestly, I researched it a little bit. I'm not pulling this out of my ass, and now I'm sounding like I just created this new idea. 
Um, it's it's an allegory for like the judicial system. And at first, I wasn't grasping it. Once I looked it up and then put the two thoughts side by side, I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, it really is. It was like the beginning of the show, all this injustice is happening. And his eczema's getting fucking worse and worse and worse. Right. And, okay. and so then they start uncovering the shit that was going on with the real possible killer of the girl right. and so it starts going in the right direction and, it starts and at back. that same time John Turturro discovers that natural Chinese um, cure from that Chinese seller <laughs> yeah, in Chinatown yeah, right. or wherever he meets him he's legit Chinese I'm not making it up um, and his eczema like goes away right. it's fucking gone now um, and shit's going right in the trial and it's just like okay okay I see you like it's a big allegory for our judicial system things are going right his right. eczema's better um, and then all of a sudden, it's like, but as it turns out, Nasir fucking seriously injured this dude in high school, pushing him down the stairs, fucking threw some shit in the guy's face when he was in college. Well, that's college. not even what triggered it, right? I mean, what triggered it was she got the chick, his, his, so his lawyer that was, so we kind of skipped a major plot point. He has two lawyers. Yeah, he's got two lawyers, right? Um, because he does, his parents don't trust, um, you know, John Turturro. John Turturro. Because he's white. Exactly. And, well, yeah, that does play a big part. Well, it, but oh, he's no, also that's, a That's joke. a lie. That's he's, a lie because it's the white lady that talks him out of... I, I sound like an asshole. Yeah, but she, use, she uses she use, her She Pakistani uses racial as, leverage. Yeah. She uses her Pakistani like, yeah. you know, assistant or secondhand. Yeah. She's not and Pakistani. Then, right, she was, so, she was something else. She, uh, I, I've not heard of the country. Right. I, I gotta be honest. We're racist. But, it's yeah. okay. We're racist. <laughs> we are not. As you can probably tell at this point, we're definitely not racist. So... So what 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 ha- ends up happening is she gets uh, does she get disbarred? I mean, she gets thrown off the case by the judge uh, because she, they find the footage That's where I she, wish kisses, I had my notes. she kisses. Uh, oh yeah, Saeed or Okay, so he start that white lady becomes his lawyer. Right. She goes away because he doesn't admit Saeed, that he really? killed her. His name is Nas. I got Nas. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was saying. <laughs> I was using racist. his full name, Nasir. We're, we're but um, you were saying, not me, dog. Not me. I was calling Nasir the whole time. Um, but she goes away because she wants him to plea as well. Right. She's being dirty, wants to make a quick buck. She's trying to get him to plea, and he refuses to plea. Um, so then what happens is since she's leaving, he still has to have a lawyer. He's already with her firm, so she dumps her minority right. understudy, as you as I'll call her, on, on him. And uh, then... Him and her strike a romantic note with each other, uh, like a Harley Quinn Joker well, type thing. But they're she, not bad she's people. In, she's in a very like vulnerable. Yeah, place. she's vulnerable she's as well. She, it's her out. first case she's, ever. Her first case. Um, so John Chaturturo, uh what's his character's name? You got the thing right there. Uh, Jack. Jack. Jack's solid enough that he's like, you know what? I'll help you out because this is your first case. Right. Uh, and he believes in the case is the most important part. He With believes in us. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a good size right. check now because it's nationwide. Right. But he believes truly that the kid's innocent, and he decides that he's going to help her out. Um, so, and like you, like Danny said, then there's some footage of her kissing Nasir in prison. Right. Um, which I'm surprised they called her on kissing him, they but not pulling the coat right. out of her cooter. So I was like. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no one gave a fuck that she pulled cocaine out of her well, crotch. Well, that was the thing. So, like, and, and again, another made. We got to think, guys, this is an eight episode series, so that we're not going to cover every. Yeah, know, we're going to skip detail, some pizza. I'm like, sorry. Watch there's, the a show. Dude, there's a dude in the in the in prison with him that used to be a championship boxer, and he basically runs the prison. And yeah, he, he has access um, to a lot of a lot of hookups. Let um, me look up his name. Y'all know him from everything. He's got a lot of hookups, and a lot of things. Um, Michael Williams. Yeah, what's he, um, dude? You know that dude? The way so, he got into acting, bro. And I, I you, you're going to be interested in this. That's the only reason I got to tell you. The way he got into acting, he used to be like a Mariah Carey. Backup singer, what? and then like something happened to him, and he became an actor instead because he had this like rough and tough look, and he ended up on like The Wire, oh, wow. and that's where he became like a big deal. Turns out this is actually nine episodes too, not eight. Freddie, <laughs> Freddie um, was his name. So Fred, yeah. So his character Freddie, he's got access to a bunch of shit. Somehow he ends up getting the footage of them kissing, and yeah. he leaves it on um, on Tortoros. It must, it's not even how you pronounce it, but 
Turturro. Turturro, yeah, yeah. He leaves it on his doorstep, right? And then he goes to the judge, gets her thrown off um, for a multitude of reasons. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, you would think once they see that, hey, maybe we should fucking rewind and watch some tape and see what else they've been doing. No? I mean, we, she's only been smuggling them fucking drugs every yeah. time they go to court. Um, so I thought that was that was kind of, you know, kind of funny that they didn't try and do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so to get back to your original point, so once she gets this um, thrown off of it and the judge says, look, we can't, we're not going to start all this fucking trial all over again. Yeah. Tomorrow is closing arguments. Yeah. Literally tomorrow. You're going to do it. And, you know, you're just going to sit there and keep your mouth shut, right? And then after that, we'll deal with your, you know, legal problems and all that. So immediately, he fucking goes into a panic all night, trying to come up with closing arguments, trying to to get him off of, you know, the fucking case. And what happens? He has this fucking panic attack, and it results in this major breakout. Like, the worst you see Eczema comes back, it's on his face. It's on his face. He's got to wear fucking white, like, satin gloves in fucking court. Mickey Mouse. It's like... He looks terrible. He looks yeah. like a joke. He but, and he tells the jury, he's like, "I look awful right now." Yeah. And, but dude, his the fucking monologue he gives in that closing argument. Yeah. I was just floored, bro. Like yeah. the level of acting in that scene alone, just it, dude. It, I, my mouth was just wide open, dude. Like, I mean, he absolutely kills it. Yeah, he kills it. Uh, so, no, he's fucking fantastic in that scene. But I and and. That was just like, because I felt like the very first episode, I felt all of these episodes were building up to something. Yeah. Right? And each character, their moment was, you know, it was building up to a moment for each individual character as well. Yeah. And this was his. And it was he was finally getting that fuck you redeeming moment. Yeah. You know, I'm a real fucking lawyer. I'm, I'm fucking serious. And here's what it is. Right. Yeah. And so, and what happens, he... He ends up getting off. Right? Yeah, I mean, um, for for some other reasons. Yeah, he gets I mean, off. So go, so go, go watch the oh. show. But, I, dude, me personally, this was like this was like a nine and a half. Yeah, I definitely eight and a half to nine for me. Um, real quick, uh, before we move on to the to the next thing, because we do have something else we want to talk about. I, they did a very Sopranos type thing, so. Everybody knows how The Sopranos ends, right. and it's this allegory about once you get caught in this life of violence that all bad things basically end up catching up with you. Right. Um, and while in prison, Nazir does what he has to do to get by. You talked about Freddy, who played Omar Little in The Wire, Wire, and he's Chalky White in Boardwalk Empire, which is some shit that you would love if you haven't watched that no, show. No, I have. I've watched um, some. But... Uh, he starts doing crack because, you know, Freddie right. talks him into it and he's smuggling it for Freddie to get protection. Um, and, and I always thought that was that was an interesting thing for me throughout the show, dude, is Freddie genuinely seemed to like this kid. It wasn't like he wasn't looking for the kid to mess up. He wasn't waiting for him to slip. Right. He liked the kid and he well, legit wanted to help him. He says that. He says, you know, oh, yeah, he's because like a he, cause, cause yeah, yeah. Nas asked him, he says, why do you like me? Like, why me? Right? He yeah. keeps asking him that. And then he eventually tells him, he, he, he tells him something, and he does it in a way where he's something like, you know, look around. You know, yeah. look at the type of people that are in here. Everyone here says he's they're like, innocent. He was like, I, you know, I have use for you because you're smart. You know, yeah, I can. He was like, the difference why I like you is because of this right here. Because yeah. we can have a conversation. And, yeah, you know, you actually have a brain. Is yeah. basically what he's telling him. Right, you're not a stone cold killer. And yeah. so I think he he knows he's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Um. And so he uses him to his advantage. He does use him quite yeah. a bit, right, for his own benefit. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, he's always he's. On his side the yeah. whole time. Even and though I, he's detrimental to his health, yeah. he's still on his side. Like, yeah. he has good intentions, you know. He yeah. believes in what he, what and, he says. And not to spoil a beautiful moment, so I won't get into the specifics, but the final moment where off. you see Freddy and you see Nazir, yeah. I was just like, that's mm. fucking perfect. Yeah. Fucking yeah. perfect, man. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was good. So, so, yeah, that was good. Uh, Nazir was kind of like the... Uh, 
Pablo Escobar <laughs> of, of the prison. Right? Speaking of cocaine. Boom! Whoa! As I... Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Transition. Um, so yeah, watch the night of, please. Watch the night of. If you got HBO, find a friend that'll let you use your HBO. Watch right. the night of. Um, if you don't have HBO, I know you got Netflix. Yeah, if so. you don't have a friend that does that lets you use your Netflix, then you need new friends. <laughs> right. Um, or, or a sibling. Um, or fucking like ten dollars. Right? Yeah, ten, it, 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 like, they just it raised keeps, it. They, they legit. Going up, yeah, man. they raised that junk again, dude. I, I, for all I know, it could be like thirty dollars. Yeah, right now. but dude, they um, got my money, bro. They yeah, could, if if not for anything, for this show right yeah. here, bro. Narcos, Narcos, Wagner, Mara, fucking Narcos. Oh man. man. Um, so Narcos season one, we weren't around as a podcast back then to talk about season one. Season one was great. Sum it up that way. Um, if you haven't seen season one of Narcos, that's at this point your own fucking fault. Uh, uh, you should probably fix that. I the number one thing I hear is I don't like to read a lot of subtitles. <laughs> well, that dude, and I'll be honest, and I get it. But this show, like typically when Netflix drops a show that I'm waiting on, like yeah. uh, the Get Down, right, which was great. Or um, you finished that finally? What, bro? Come on now, come on now. <laughs> um, or like, let's no. say a, a fucking Daredevil, dude. When Daredevil yeah, yeah, comes yeah. out, I, I like I'll binge the shit in less than two days. It's done, right? But Narcos, on the other hand. You have to physically sit down in front of it, yeah, because you can't be doing shit else. Like you can't be in the kitchen making yeah. food while you're watching. You can't be cleaning your house while you're watching this. You got to sit down because, fuck, I don't speak Spanish, so I I don't understand yeah. what they're talking about yeah. if I'm not in front of oh, it reading it. Fuck you. So you reminded me our low key favorite after the third season is done. You heard about that, right? The what? Our low key like uh, bloodlines. Bloodlines oh. is done after season three, dog. Um, and it's going to be a shorter season. That's, and you want to know another, why? That's no, that's for another podcast. No, I'm just going to tell you why they're doing right, it. I'm, we're not doing a review. It's because of these the, the Florida Florida tax incentives for entertainment. They they just can't afford to do any more seasons. They had enough story for Some five and six bullshit. seasons. But the state we live in was <laughs> wow. like was like, hey, uh, you uh, and the you. setting of that show. Is it is a very itself. yeah? It's a character. So, the anyway, fucking keys is a character. So, anyways, uh, yeah. back to Narcos. So fucking dude. What is what is what is dude's name that plays Pablo Wagner Mara? He is a uh, Brazilian uh, Amer- actor who he uh, blow everybody's mind if you've seen the show and didn't know this. Um, before the show, if you know anything about Brazil, they only speak Portuguese. Um, not only, but that's the native language. <laughs> that's the language of Brazil. Wow, is that's, Portuguese. That's the only language they, they can't speak anything else. Um, <laughs> But uh, which is why uh, which is why our boy Ryan Lochte had such a problem <laughs> is because he only speak Portuguese. Um, but uh, Wagner Chill. Wagner, who y'all might have seen in a couple other things, uh, he's in Elysium. Uh, spoke Portuguese and he could speak English. Right. Um, didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> Pablo Escobar is a Colombian. <laughs> And the native language of Colombia is Spanish. Spanish. Uh, So he gets cast in this show for a Spanish-speaking part, can't speak Spanish. As an actor myself, that's crazy because they'll find the smallest thing about you and be like, sorry, we can't use you. This dude can't speak the whole language. (laughs) And he barely looks like him. I mean, he looks like him, but like... He's super light-skinned. He still had to clearly gain a lot of weight for the whole... I mean, his mustache is clearly not real. So, I mean, to a degree, he doesn't... There were times where I was like, is it real? And then they get up close, and I'm like, fuck, they glue that shit on. So, so like, to a degree, he doesn't look like him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but his performance, but he's fucking performance. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious how that audition went. Like, you know, yeah. like I don't, was he auditioning in English? I mean, yeah, I'm, he had to. I mean, that's like the only explanation. Like. Right, if you don't know who Pablo Escobar is, I'm not going to break down the whole thing for you, but he's just a Colombian drug lord. Uh, Wikipedia exists. Narcos is based on true stories, so we don't got to get into yeah. like a yeah, lot of those details. Yeah. Um, I'm not here for history. Yeah, we, that's, you can look everything up. It's pretty readily available. We just want you to know some uh, certain things about it. But uh, he... I don't know how that audition worked. I just know he talked about how he didn't speak Spanish, got the part, and learned to speak the entire language that's, to play the part. And I had to ask a dude insane. at work the other day. I was like, hey, bro. I was like, 
And he sort of read my mind and was like, well, there were small parts where his Spanish was sloppy, but it wasn't any sloppier than some Spanish speakers that just sort of blazed through their words. Like, like in the South, we're very lazy about our language. Just like (laughs) that, that type of thing. He was like, other than that, he was like, it, I wouldn't have really known that he never spoke Spanish before. Um, and that's mind blowing, dude. Yeah, especially like, coming from someone that you know, obviously is Spanish. I'm, I'm assuming, right? I mean, and yeah. he, he knows, you know, what that's what that's what that entails. Yeah, you know, physically speaking, and for someone that's just brand new, probably you know, learned it in you know a few months. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just mind blowing, dude. Um, but the I want to talk about I want to I want to talk about the the finale, the season finale. Okay, uh, and and. Uh, and the series finale of the Pablo Escobar portion. Right. So, I mean, and I have mentioned this to you, like, I knew at some point, because uh, I, I I knew Pablo obviously was killed, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's common knowledge or, you know, Wikipedia exists again. So, I knew at some point they're either, A, this show is going to have to end, you know, before it you know, before I want it to, yeah. right? Or it's going to have to become ultra-fictionalized and take it a different path. Mm-hmm. And so, immediately, fucking finale starts, right? And they're singing, he's having like this weird daydream, which was which was super weird for the style that the show was shot in up until that point. That's mm-hmm. like the first time you ever kind of see that, which kind of, at first, rubbed me the wrong way. But then, when, when it has the payoff... Um, when he's like in the park talking to his boy, yeah. then it kind of came full circle. And I was like, "All right, I really like this." And it was like, you know, he had his he had his redeeming moment, yeah. and you knew he was going to die. But uh, but immediately, I knew that he died somewhere. I just for whatever reason, it, it stuck out to me when I had learned about Pablo or whatever that he died around his birthday. Yeah, and so when they're singing him "Happy Birthday," I'm like. Oh, Man, they're gonna kill this dude. Like you're almost like, upset they're gonna like, kill like this horrible like, person. Yeah, I'm rooting for him, dude. I'm like, man, <laughs> like I want this fucking drug lord murderer to live. We have to and be then, best friends, Pablo. And then, like, dude, the fucking again, his performance when he's on the radio right before his his like um, you know apartment that he's yeah, he's talking to in. his wife, and he's on the radio talking to his wife, and he's like going off about Who how is he's gonna gorgeous, dude. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Uh, so he's going off about, I'll never give up. You know, I'm going to fight and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, this dude, might, they're going to make him live? Like, yeah. I I almost got yeah. like a second win. I was like, gonna oh, he's going to make a yeah. comeback. And then. And then they use that dramatic then, irony. You know, and I don't not. know. If, there's a lot of stuff in there that they, they tell you in the intro of every show that there's certain things that are fictionalized. Right. Um, so like. I want to know if that hesitant taxi driver that they call, what do they end up calling? Limon? Yeah, Limon. Yeah. Uh, if that was a true part of the story, did this dude that was hesitant to work for Pablo Escobar end up being the last holdout person right. to support him? Because if so, like, well, that would be crazy. Well, to I me. did. I don't know if he was truly hesitant to join him, but I do know that he was the last person to support him he in was real the, life because, as well. Yeah, because he died that like. Dang, so I dude. so after I got done watching it, I fucking googled like because I wanted to know what exactly did they change about his yeah. death? Like, what was the accuracy that they that they depicted yeah. it and. It there's some so from what I understand from what I was reading online is um, you know there is some controversy over whether or not a sniper across the roof took him out or if he was killed um, in the chase. In an interview and, with the real white guy, who I forget his name, because and, 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 he narrates the, the show, but he's not as memorable as like Pena, right? Right. Um, and and the real Pena who is sent away out of country, right? Um, but the white dude, the real guy, said straight up that, that it wasn't an American sniper. He was across town with all the American forces mm-hmm. that were allotted to Columbia, um, which is another thing in the movie, or in the movie, in the show, that guy, the right. character version of him, is literally right there as everything's right, happening. Right, right, right. Uh, so, there, so there is some controversy I guess um, but I thought it was cool that they had both to kind of make both sides of it happy like cause yeah. cause the after after he's shot and killed you know the guy gets on the radio and says hey you know so and so 
congrats, you just shot and killed Pablo Escobar. Yeah. But they also had already shot him in the leg and in the gut, which, you know, is to be... That's believed as what actually killed him mm-hmm. um, by the other side. You know, people that view it the other way. If, and but, if he wasn't dead then, then homeboy... Oh, right. Just fucking, fucking caps him in the, the fucking head, dude. But, bro, like, it came... It, it got so fucking real, and I love the fact that they kind of, like, interrupted his narration when he said something like, um, when you're standing over the devil and you realize that the devil um, is nothing more than a mere man. He's yeah. fat. He grows a beard. He's, uh, he has no shoes. Yeah. It's, uh, he says something like, it's disappointing, you know? Yeah. Like, and then, uh, and fucking boom, that's when he fucking gets shot in the head. I was like, oh, dude. I'm like, I, my heart felt for him, bro. I was like, I was like they killed my boy. Hey, Dan, you really are just a fat man with no right. shoes. I was like, this is fucking so sad, bro. You were but making then, a billion dollars a day. So, uh, and I didn't really, I didn't notice this. Uh, obviously, there's a big cliffhanger at the end of season two. Um, and this is still relatively new, so I don't, I won't spoil it, even though we spoil quite a bit. But there's a big cliffhanger there's going to be more seasons, right? It's yeah. not going to be about Pablo. It's going to be other, you know, big drug traffickers yeah. and whatnot. Cali. Uh, yeah, the Cali cartel, yeah. which is kind of how they leave it. And so um, I didn't, it didn't really occur to me until right then that the title of the show is Narcos. Yeah. It's not, if it's it was not Pablo. Exactly. Yeah. If it was titled Pablo, we would have only got two seasons, yeah. which is what I was worried about. Yeah. But here's where I stand on that, though. Because I. I'm afraid, and only time will tell, right? But I'm afraid that we're going to get like a season two True Detective where the drop-off and the difference between the two is just going to be so different. Now, here's the difference is obviously there's a lot of reoccurring characters that are going to be coming back. But his fucking performance as Pablo was so spot on and it got me so invested that now I don't know if I can become that invested. Yeah, I mean, if it it was a different show and it was called something else, I think people wouldn't have that hanging above them. But um, Wagner Mara missing is certainly going to be a big deal to people. But I think that if the writers are smart um, and they watch... The Wire. I'm gonna go back to it. Um, <laughs> it's just like your if they watch, soul reference. If they, wa- yeah, if they watch The Wire, um, this is the only other show John's ever watched. They could, they could make it um, in that vein where The Wire each season was them investigating a different part of a larger case. They're trying right. to bust right. like certain guys in Baltimore. Um, and that's sort of what they could do. So, okay, Pablo's dead. Now we've got not we're not focusing on one single person anymore, but an entire cartel of people. Um, and I think you can make make it successful, um, it, but you're not going to have a big personality like that again. Right. And the other thing is, is like I don't know that Pena in real life came back to hunt down the Cali cartel, like. That would be another thing that's kind of like fictionalized again and now just to keep the show alive. But now they're basing the entire yeah. fucking season on that I, building block. What I really want to happen is for someone to go to America and kill Pena's dad so Pena can kill them and stand over their body and be like, <laughs> you killed my father. Say his name. Prepare to die. <laughs> and it's the, turns out it's the mountain plot twist. And then, but, um, but, uh, but here's where, here's, here's, why I'm still confident that it's going to be good and it's the most blatantly obvious simple fact is it's Netflix putting it out dude, dude Netflix, and they bro. to me personally they for the most part dude they haven't really missed yet you know I mean there's I haven't now granted I haven't watched all of their series yeah, but yeah. for their for their you know I would say you know, top tier shows that they heavily market and they, yeah. you can tell they invest a lot into not yeah. only acting and like, you know, special effects and whatnot. They haven't, there's not a bad one yet yeah. for me personally. There's a couple that haven't had second seasons and that kind of says something. It's like, yo, we're, right. not, we're not fucking around. Right. Uh, first season wasn't that good, so you don't exist anymore. But the fact that this one got two extension, two yeah. season extension instead of just one. Yeah. I mean, I think that also says yeah. volumes. You know what I mean? I they're mean, confident enough that, hey, well, they're either A, confident enough that it's going to be good enough to carry two seasons or yeah. B, they're 
they say, hey, you know, we need two seasons to tell this story. Yeah. And I don't know if that can be a good or bad thing either. Some people so. are arguing that uh, this season of Narcos um, got so caught up. Because every, every episode of Narcos was like, hey, you, it was almost like, we didn't think the first season was violent enough. Right. So let's yeah. kill 45 let's people, people in every single episode. But, dude, I mean, he did that. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Now, granted, it's not all 100% accurate, but, like... Yeah. They had to paint that picture of him yeah. because I mean, Pablo, that's a real motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Like, some people, well, some people just got numb to it, as I understand. And someone was kind of explaining to me that it was just like every episode was like, all right, they killed more people. Right. Like, we yeah, get no, it, I and that. I get that. But for me, it was just like I almost started watching it as like a student, and I was just like, fuck, he did that too. As a student, as in you're studying, a student as in yeah, but like a history student, a film student, like all the above, I'm just like, fuck, he did that as well. Yeah. And then you know he's killing a little girl, like he not himself personally, but he tells somebody right. to do something that ends up killing a little girl, and you're just like, damn, bro. Yeah. Or like when he's standing over Cabrillo's body. Uh, oh yeah. And like you're thinking this cop's gonna come in and he's gonna fucking. Boom, we're going to take Columbia back. He's vicious as hell. Shoots a 14-year-old dude in the head to prove a mess, to make a message. And then, like, all of a sudden, into that episode, spoilers, Pablo's standing over the dude. And he's just like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Boom, done. Blah, blah, blah. I I don't speak Spanish. Uh, I hablo English. Um, well, and on that note, so I mean, I would say overall, dude, uh, the first two seasons, I, I would give it like a solid eight and a half, nine, yeah. and then this I second agree. season though was a head and shoulders better than the first, in my opinion. I, I, I personally liked it a little bit yeah. more, um, and I would I would give this second season high nines. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so. so now somebody just needs to create a Pablo Escobar spinoff. That's completely fictionalized, just so we can watch Wagner Mara right. do more stuff. Just him as Pablo. Yeah, every day. the life of Pablo. The life of Pablo. <laughs> hey, Kanye, full circle. circle, full circle, dude. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dog! Netflix, we'll be per- here all night. Perfect butthole, oh, yeah. bro. <laughs> full circle, inside <laughs> jokes, dude. Call me up, man. We'll get Kanye on the soundtrack. Hey, I hey, know him personally. Know. <laughs> Hey, yeah. but check it out. Hey, all right. So this has been the first episode of The Pool. Um, we'll be back uh, planning every week to talk about the latest TV shows, latest movies. Probably hear a few comic book references. Make sure that you check out our other shows that we'll be releasing in the near future where Danny and I will talk about uh, some comic books on our own. Um, and we'll come out with some channels talking about other things from games to fucking wrestling. Um so be on the lookout. Uh, this is uh, Jonathan Ross signing out. Daniel. Daniel is out. Uh, all right. Take it Please. easy, y'all.